June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Melania's setback? The first lady forced to cancel her first campaign rally due to a lingering COVID-19 cough. Apparently there is still a persistent cough. Then, terrifying home invasion. My worry was my husband and my son. And what's going on with Ryan Seacrest? Missing in action for the second day running. Ryan is out today out of an abundance of caution. Is he getting tested for COVID-19? Then actor Jeff Bridges. In the fight of his life. Plus, holiday shopping during the pandemic. No human contact. I'm going to go put this in the locker. Customer will come in and take it out of the locker. Social distancing captains. Let's go out, take care of every customer, and have a fantastic day. They're even sanitizing the diamonds. Then, two friends trying to blame each other for a terrible crime. I will 100% take a lie detector test. I'm not trying to hide anything. What happened when his mom demanded to know what happened? A woman died. And Britney Spears' shocking new dance video. Why it has fans so worried. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Tonight was the night First Lady Melania Trump was scheduled to join the president in Pennsylvania. She'd been appearing at her first political rally in over a year. But at the last minute, the First Lady backed out. According to her spokesperson, she still has a lingering cough from her recent battle with COVID-19. Amber Cagliano has more. Setback for the president. First Lady Melania's plan to hit the campaign trail tonight just suffered a major blow. She's had to cancel her appearance. Her spokeswoman says Melania has a lingering cough after her bout with COVID-19 and will skip the rally. Mrs. Trump continues to feel better every day following her recovery from COVID-19. But with a lingering cough and out of an abundance of caution, she will not be traveling today, said the statement from the First Lady's office. Melania has not been seen in public since she was hit with the virus. Tonight's campaign rally in the battleground state of Pennsylvania would have been her first rally since June 2019. The president's supporters were hoping Melania would be the secret weapon that could turn the president's fortunes around. They go wild at the mere mention of her name. People love our first lady. 
They love our first lady. It's not known if her lingering COVID issues will keep the first lady away from Thursday night's final debate of the election. A new rule just announced by the debate commission has the president to crying foul. Will you shut who is up, man? Listen, who Trump's and Joe Biden's mics will be shut off when the other one speaks for the first two minutes after each question. USA Today's Susan Page, who moderated the vice presidential debate, thinks a mute button is a good idea. That first debate was so hard to follow with all the interruptions, most of the interruptions coming from, from President Trump, that maybe viewers are going to be kind of relieved that they'll only hear one candidate at a time. Trump is already slamming the moderator, NBC's Kristen Welker. Kristen Welker, she's a radical Democrat, but I've known her. She's been screaming questions at me for a long time. And uh, she's no good. Welker's parents have contributed thousands to Democrat candidates over the years. And they joined her at a White House Christmas party in 2012 and posed for a photo with the Obamas. But earlier this year, President Trump actually praised Welker when she was named co-anchor of the Weekend Today Show. Congratulations on your show. Thank you very much. They made a very wise decision. President Trump attacking Kristen Welker. Is this his strategy? I think it's working the ref. You know, I think it's an effort to uh, to try to lay some groundwork that maybe they the president will then argue that her questions aren't fair. You know, I've known Kristen Welker a, a long time. Uh, she's been working at the White House, covering the White House since the Obama administration. She's she's quite fair minded uh, and I feel confident she's going to do a great job. Actress Kirstie Alley says she's taking heat for supporting the president, but she's not backing down. They always attack the same three things that, you know, I'm a fat, irrelevant Scientologist. The actress appeared on Sean Hannity's show last night and Trump was watching. Well, I think she's great and I've always liked her and I, ju I just think she's got courage. You know, she's Hollywood. She did very well in Hollywood, by the way, really well. But I think she's great, and I think she has great hair, okay? The election, of course, is just two weeks from today. Ryan Seacrest was absent again today from his morning show, prompting questions and concern for his welfare. Well, today his co-host Kelly Ripa told viewers that he was waiting for the results of a COVID test. It's uh, Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. Um, Ryan is out today. Where in the world is Ryan Seacrest? The live co-host was MIA for the second day in a row. Good morning. It's Monday, October 19th, 2020. Ryan is taking the day off. Today, Kelly revealed what's been going on. Out of an abundance of caution, we are waiting. He had a COVID test and we're just waiting for the results. It's sort of a company. We have all of these new restrictions now. So, um, so this is one. You have to wait until it comes back uh, negative before you can get, it, get in here. According to a source, Ryan had a minimal cough. He posted this video, sweating while working on American Idol this weekend. It's hot. Now comes this posting on the show's Instagram page. Great news, test came back and he's negative. Ryan will be back tomorrow. Ryan is out today. But he'll be back tomorrow. Every three minutes, someone in this country is diagnosed with a blood cancer. And Oscar-winning actor Jeff Bridges says he's one of them, announcing in a tweet that he's got lymphoma. Jeff, we love you. Jeff Bridges is facing the biggest health crisis of his life. He has lymphoma. The 70-year-old Oscar winner made the stunning announcement on Twitter, channeling his Big Lebowski movie character. I'm the dude 
So that's what you call me. As the dude would say, new blank has come to light. I have been diagnosed with lymphoma. Although it is a serious disease, I feel fortunate that I have a great team of doctors. Jeff Bridges says he started treatment for lymphoma and his prognosis is good. Lymphoma is a cancer of the lymphatic system, which is the body's germ-fighting network. Symptoms can include painless swelling of lymph nodes, persistent fatigue, fever, night sweats, shortness of breath, and unexplained weight loss. Dr. Ian Smith of TV's The Doctors. When you look at the landscape of cancers, lymphoma is a very treatable cancer. There's radiation therapy, there are medications, there's chemotherapy, and in rare situations, uh, you could have a stem cell therapy. Jeff Bridges lives most of the time on his ranch in Montana after selling his Montecito, California retreat to Oprah Winfrey. The beloved actor and his wife Susan are a rarity in Hollywood, having been happily married for 43 years. They have three daughters. Bridges, who's starring in FX's upcoming thriller TV series The Old Man, has not revealed the stage of his cancer. He says he is profoundly grateful for the love and support from my family and friends. Oh, we wish him the best. Now one of the scariest home invasions you'll probably ever see. Two masked gunmen barge into a house, guns blazing, as a mom hides in a bedroom trying to protect her seven-year-old son. Les Trent tells us what happened next. It's a heart-pounding home invasion as gunshots ring out. The drama started when a guest of the homeowners pulled into the driveway of a swanky home in Hialeah, Florida. Two masked gunmen appear out of nowhere and force the driver inside. The driver was a guest of the homeowners. The armed robbers burst inside and ordered everyone to the floor. Mom, Angeli Pacheco, was in her bedroom when she heard the chaos in the family room. I said, don't shoot me, my son is in here. Don't shoot me, my son is in here. One gunman opened fire. He started shooting at me. They shot at me about seven times, six, seven times. That's when she grabbed her pistol and fired back. The robbers stole watches and jewels from the home before fleeing. Still in shock, the Pacheco family screamed in terror. Thankfully, no one was injured, but Ansley Pacheco's home is now riddled with bullet holes. The 26-year-old beauty is a model with a large social media presence, more than 160,000 followers on Instagram. It is not known if the gunman knew who she was. They could have killed me. They could have killed my son. They were shooting right over his head. They didn't care. Wow, incredible. Nobody was hurt. The suspects are still at large. When it comes to holiday shopping this year, the National Retail Federation warns to shop safe, shop early. And if you haven't been in stores very much, you might be surprised by some of the new protocols in place. It's Black Friday in October. Retail giants like Target, Walmart, and Amazon are offering great deals while keeping you safe. Let's go out, take care of every customer, and have a fantastic day. At Home Depot, social distancing captains patrol the store, says Vice President Ro Rodriguez. He goes around and makes sure through aisle after aisle all day long to ensure we're following all CDC guidelines. They also installed pickup lockers to avoid human contact. I'm going to go put this in the locker, and then the customer will come in and take it out of the locker, never needing an associate for help. Remember the crazy mob scenes we've seen in years past? I'm sweating just thinking about that. 
So mom Desiree Watts is taking advantage of a new pre-order pickup service at Build-A-Bear. That one. That one. The amount of people and like the germs and, you know, who could be sick. I also can't imagine, you know, being stuck in a line with a bunch of people wearing a mask the whole time. When Desiree gets to the store. We're here for pickup. Her Build-A-Bear is ready for pickup. Right so I'm going to leave that right there for you guys. Awesome. Thank and you. Guys, I feel safe. I feel like, you know, I got my thing done really quickly. We really are in unprecedented times. Retail expert Melissa Gonzalez visited the Palisade Center in West Nyack, New York, where she found Zales Jewelers spraying down the diamonds. Every piece of jewelry that we touch, a customer actually touches, we sanitize it. Like many stores, Zales offers curbside pickup. We know that this is a tremendously challenging year. And we need to be creative together to help give you what you need when you need it. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Another sign of the times. One survey found 80 percent of shoppers plan on consolidating their shopping to make fewer trips out than they did last year. And take a look at this. This is video from out of control wildfires in Colorado. The Cameron Peak Fire is now officially the largest ever in Colorado history. Firefighters dealing with high winds in this orange smoke filled air as they try to battle flames that have already burned more than 200,000 acres. Remember this heartwarming story, or heartbreaking story, I should say. A photographer was killed when two teenagers stupidly threw a log off a cliff. Now, for the first time, we're seeing video from the interrogation room where one of the teens got a hug from his mom when she realized just how much trouble her son was in. It's gripping video from a headline-making case. Two teens try to pin the blame on each other for the death of a mom of four who was killed when a log was deliberately rolled off a cliff and fell on top of her at a state park in Ohio. I will 100% take a lie detector test. I'm not trying to hide anything here. In these just-released videos, investigators are questioning the teenagers at their high school a month after the death of professional photographer Victoria Schaefer. After receiving a tip, investigators first questioned 16-year-old Jordan Buckley. He blames a buddy named Jaden who was with him in the park that day. Jaden kicked off a branch. Not a branch, it was a log. It was a big log, like, probably this wide, this long, and he kicked it, and it rolled off the cliff. And it made a loud bang, so we ran. The officers called Jordan Buckley's mother and put her on speaker. Were you a part of it, Jordan? I, I didn't, like, push it off, but I moved the log with him. I pulled it out. I didn't know he was going to kick it off, though. <laughs> Then it's the turn of Jordan's friend, 17-year-old Jaden Churches. His mother is present. He insists it was Jordan who sent the log over the cliff. He got kicked off the edge. He kicked it. Jordan. His distraught mother hugs him. Then he is placed in handcuffs. At the teen's sentencing last Friday, the victim's sister, Kathy Moot, spoke. I'm not only still heartbroken over the loss of someone so critically important in my life, but I'm angry that the individuals responsible did not immediately come forward. In fact, hiding the secret among them for over a month until someone else turned them in. Both teens pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter. They have been sentenced to three years in a juvenile detention facility. 
Next, problems voting, long lines. We've been here eight hours. Irregularities at the polls. I don't even know the person it's addressed to. Where you can now turn for help. And Britney Spears' shocking new dance video. Why it has fans so worried. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. A record-setting 28 million Americans have already voted in the 2020 election. Thousands more say they've tried but run into problems and have nowhere to turn. Well, now they do. Around the country, would-be voters are having problems, whether it's long lines. We've been here eight hours. Or ballot problems, like Inside Edition's Amber Cagliano had. At my home, I received a ballot, but it's not for me. In fact, it's not for anyone who lives in my household. I don't even know the person it's addressed to. But other than complain, what can voters do about it? If your vote is interfered with, and you are motivated enough to pick up your phone and put csay2020.com in it, we're gonna post it. Megan Madsen is campaign director of CSAY 2020, a new website collecting reports of allegations of election irregularity, ballot issues, voter intimidation, poll problems, and so on, to create a national database displayed visually. It's all right in your hand. Um, if you've got a phone with you, uh, take a picture of uh, anything relevant. It goes straight to our volunteers. They check that record uh, for just basic credibility. Co-designer of the so site, Andrea Miller. Some people have been told, go out and disrupt the elections. That's illegal. That is against the law. You cannot interfere with some person's right to vote. Reports are posted, creating a heat map highlighting voter challenges. Red are ballot issues, yellow, allegations of voter intimidation. One poster in North Carolina said they felt intimidated by this guy in a Donald Trump mask outside a polling place, holding a toilet seat with the words, Joe Biden ballots. So not only are you voting for war with Joe Biden, but you're voting Last for night, someone in New York claimed this guy outside a polling place made them feel intimidated. It's hoped that this information, there for the world to see, will spur action. Everyone should have CSA 2020 in their hand so they can feed this database. Some of these problems we will be able to fix beforehand. Others will be evidence of why we need to change the rules of how we vote. The CSA 2020 team says it has roughly 300 lawyers on standby to help resolve voter issues where possible. When we come back, concern for Britney Spears over her latest Instagram post. A minor victory for Britney Spears in her conservator's, hip, her conservator's battle with her father as a judge rules that she can expand her legal team. And as her family troubles rage on, she is dancing up a storm. But not everyone's sure it's a happy dance. Is Britney Spears just having fun or is she in trouble? The 38-year-old pop star posted this bizarre dancing video wearing a sultry red halter top. I'm going to kiss you She's recreating Madonna's Justify My Love music video, but many fans are seeing it as a cry for help. I'm uncomfortable. Need intervention ASAP. Clearly, she's not well. 
It's the latest in a series of bizarre videos Spears has shared with her 26 million Instagram followers. This summer has been so much fun for me. I learned so much. I laughed so much. I swam so much. Last week, she appeared anxious in this video, with fans calling it scripted, swaying from side to side with little facial expressions. Now, as Britney dances to her idol Madonna, people are still asking if she's okay. Still to come, a much-needed hug. Finally, if you've been missing a loved one, we think you can relate to this. <laughs> the COVID pandemic has kept this little boy named Aiden apart from his grandfather for all these months. Watch as Aiden leaps into his granddad's arms. A waterfall of tears follows. He doesn't want to let go. We all need a hug. That's Inside Edition. Stay safe. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Always on the go? You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus.